On this week's episode of Life and Lessons, I explain why the next 100 days could be so important. And I discuss how you can change your life between now and the beginning of June. Hey, what is going on? Welcome to this episode number 183 of Life and Lessons. I'm Sean Spooner, and if you're new here, here's what you need to know. This podcast is a place where I share the lessons I wish I knew sooner. Think of this as me learning out loud, sometimes on my own and sometimes joined by the most interesting people I know. The only thing that's guaranteed with this podcast is that every time you press play, you're going to learn something new. Now, two quick apologies to get out of the way. Number one, sorry, no podcast last week. Things got busy, had to get ready for a stag. I'll talk about that more in a minute. And number two, if the audio quality on this one is terrible... I apologize. I'm recording from an old pair of Apple earphones with a little kind of microphone. You know, the one, uh, it is raining very, very heavily outside. And my sure SM7B is in my boot and I don't want to bring a 350 pound microphone in, in that rain and ruin it. So it's going to stay in the boot until the weather is better. But anyway, I hope you've had a good couple of weeks since we last spoke. Like I said, the weekend just passed. I was in Barcelona for my friend Lewis's stag and I didn't know what to expect, not least because on a stag do you're meeting a bunch of people you don't know and what if you don't get along with them and obviously I don't drink and whatever, it's just this awkward thing where everyone's out getting drunk and I'm just kind of doing my own thing. But honestly, it was one of the best weekends of my life and it was so much fun and that group of guys I don't know what it is I don't know what it is about Lewis's ability to make friends with interesting people but including myself there were 12 of us and everybody got along with everybody else in such a like genuine but instantaneous way that by the time we all left Barcelona and we were saying goodbye at the airport on the Sunday night, bearing in mind we had only met 48 hours earlier, maybe, I don't know, 52 hours earlier because we left quite late, it genuinely felt a little bit sad. And I'm excited to see everybody at the wedding in a few weeks' time. But this weekend was a lot of fun. Uh, It was good to properly disconnect from work. I took my laptop with me. Actually, I had to pull my laptop out once or twice just to check a couple of things were ticking over as they should have been, but didn't actually do any work, obviously. And after the past few weeks of a big project launch and lots of travel and a massive proposal that we've been working on, it was nice to just properly disconnect. Disconnect physically, because of course I was like a thousand miles away from the office. Disconnect mentally, because there was so much going on and so many different conversations to be had that work didn't really occupy my mind in any sort of way, nor did content, nor did any of the planning or any of the stuff that I'm normally spending all of my time and my energy on. It was really good. I had a good time. I think that's what I'm trying to say with all of this. Uh, But now we're back to it. This week has been a mixture of busy and sleeping. I did not get anywhere near enough sleep either the day before the stag having to wake up at 3am to go and catch that flight from Bristol or indeed on any of the nights of that weekend so by the time I got home at like 2am on Monday morning and then had to be up at 8 on Monday morning for a call in the office at 9 
I've spent basically the last four or five days just gradually trying to catch up on sleep, staying in bed for like nine or 10 hours, having naps where I've needed to, and then just really, really focusing on work in the hours when I have been awake to catch up on everything, to make sure that everything is neat and squared off in time for next week so that next week can be a fresh from both a sleep perspective, i.e. I can get back into my routines and my habits at the right times with the right rest, but also from a work perspective, just making sure that anything that fell behind or, you know, requires additional attention this week because of the time off and the lack of output this week because of my sleep and whatever else is squared off so that Monday onwards, I can just get on with getting on. Now, today is actually what I want to speak about because although you're going to listen to this tomorrow in the real world, because today is obviously the day I record it and tomorrow onwards is when it gets released. Today, is 100 days until the 1st of June. So if you're listening to this on Friday, it's 99 days, Saturday, 98 days, Sunday, 97 days, and so on. But let's just say for the sake of argument that it is 100 days until roughly the 1st of June. It's 100 days until what I guess we all consider the proper beginning of summer. And when I say summer, I don't just mean it's sunny outside. I mean, the things that come along with that, right? Maybe summer for you is that holiday where you want to feel a little bit more confident with your top off around the pool. Maybe summer is the time when you let go a little bit and you kind of relax and go out for more drinks with friends and take your eye off the ball of things like your career or your business or your side project. That little bit because people are more sociable and there's more going on in the summer. Now, this had me thinking, right, because between now and the summer, nothing is really going to happen. I mean, sure, yes, you probably have plans in the calendar. I certainly have many of them. My calendar is looking ridiculous until at least the middle of May right now. But generally speaking, nothing all that exciting happens between now and June. So if you have 100 days between now and June and you know almost for certain that life is going to be busier and more intense in June, now would be the logical time to, I don't want to say hide away, but to lean into that fact, to lean into the fact that you've got this period of time where you can, I think, realistically, feasibly take enough action to begin changing your life between now and the beginning of the summer. And you also have the idea that not a lot is going to happen between now and then. So I think that this block of 100 days between now and the beginning of June is the best block of 100 days that you're going to get for the whole of this year to change your life. And so I think you should do that. That's certainly what I'm going to be doing, right? I think there are some obvious things, some obvious areas that you should be leaning into in the next 100 days and taking small but daily actions in each of these areas so that by the time we get to June, you just have a far more solid platform to progress your life on, right? And I say platform because it's not like you're going to completely transform your life in the next 100 days. If you're overweight, you're not going to have a six pack. If you're, I don't know, living hand to mouth, you're not going to suddenly be a millionaire. If you're struggling to pick up and focus on a single page of a book, you're not going to have read a hundred books. But in the next 100 days, I think we do have the time and the space to build that platform, to build the platform to continue to grow on. And so at least in my mind, the areas that I think you should at least consider considering in the next 100 days are as follows. I think that you should do something every single day for the next 100 days to progress your health. Now, a habit that I've been following recently and for the next 100 days, I'm going to continue to have it, sorry, to follow, is the habit of either walking 10,000 steps a day or 
going for a run each day or going to the gym each day. And I guess the shorthand way of explaining that one is every single day for the next 100 days, I'm going to do something to get moving to positively impact my health and my fitness, right? Similarly, I am tracking my calories and trying to eat to a fairly prescriptive diet right now, trying to eat clean, trying to be in an ever so slight calorie deficit, trying to balance my meals and when I eat carbs and so on to, to for productivity. I won't bore you with that. That's a whole nother story for a whole nother time. But basically doing something to incorporate movement into your day every single day. Plus, if you can do so, being mindful about what you're eating with your goals in mind would be a good thing to do every day for the next 100 days. But then on top of your physical health, I think that your mental health or at least your mental wellness is important. So incorporating something for the next 100 days, like for example, meditation, literally just downloading the Headspace app, starting on day one of Headspace's 365, which is 365 days of daily meditations, and just spending the 10 minutes a day to try and get through the first 100 blocks, right? The first 100 days. Or if you don't want to do that, if that's not your thing, maybe for five, 10 minutes a day each morning or each evening, you sit down with the notes app on your phone and you just journal, you just document your thoughts, you try and create a coherent narrative of where your life is at right now, the kind of moving pieces and the characters and the thoughts and the recurring themes and try and make sense of them in such a way that, excuse me, over the space of 100 days, you will in some way have more mental clarity. I think another important area, regardless of where you are financially right now, whether you're on top of the world or the lowest you've ever been, the next 100 days, it would be good to do something positive for your finances every day. Now, this is a tricky one because it's hard to, for example, quote unquote, save money every day, right? Unless you set up a standing order for like a pound or two pounds a day, which by the way, is entirely valid. You can go into your banking app and set up a standing order for one pound or two pound or five pounds or whatever works for you to leave your account every day at midnight and go into your savings account. Are you going to miss a pound leaving your account every day? Two pounds leaving your account every day? Probably not, but will you notice the £200 that you have sat in savings in June? Yes, you probably will notice that. So that'd be a good thing to do. Or indeed, just taking a tiny daily change to your spending habits, right? So maybe you don't get that coffee on the way into work in the morning. Maybe you do, but you get like a, I don't know, a black filter coffee from Pret, which is, I mean, they're expensive now compared to what they used to be, but they're still like half the price of like a, a normal latte or something, right? Just a, a tiny, almost impossible to detect positive change to your finances for 100 days will build that platform. Similarly, another area that I think you should be leaning into is learning, trying to do something to assist your learning every single day for 100 days. Again, I don't mean taking a big course. I mean, reading 10 pages of a book. I mean, pressing play on a podcast that you feel you learn from. I mean, watching a TED talk whilst you eat your lunch at work, just doing something, a tiny thing every day for 100 days to learn. When you add up 100 days worth of learning and kind of look at the cumulative power of that, that's going to be powerful, particularly if you lean into a particular topic, a particular subject, a particular skill for 100 days, that's enough to set you on a trajectory that will change your life between now and June. And then a couple of other seemingly more basic things, but I think perhaps the most important of all, the first being relationships, whether that's romantic, platonic, or with your parents, call your parents, right? Text a friend, connect with people, try and be more intentional with the way that you 
conduct your relationships the way that you reply to people, which is rich coming from me because my friends will tell you that I'm the worst replier going. But just doing something every day to try and build and strengthen the relationships that you have in your life. And then the final one is just taking care of yourself, right? Now that could mean anything to you. That could be having a skincare routine every day. That could be focusing on hydration every day or sleep or whatever it means to you. Finding at least one habit that means that every single day, in addition to everything else we've just spoken about, you're doing something to look after yourself, right? To look after the non-tangibles. Forget fitness and mindfulness and learning, just something that's like, okay, this, this eight minute block here, this is for me because I know that this is going to improve me. And then I think you should just create a list of habits around those areas and stick to them. Make a little Google sheet, make a a note on your phone with a little tick list that you reset every night before you go to bed once you've ticked them all off and try and stick to those goals as consistently as possible for 100 days. And if you do 100 days in a row, amazing. If you miss a day here and there, that's fine. The goal is to keep the end in mind, right? Is to keep that date in mind the 1st of June, 2024, because when that day comes around, because that day is coming around regardless of whether you do this or not, you will be one of two versions of yourself. That day, the 1st of June, 2024, will either be the day that you pause and you're proud and you realize that you have created an amazing foundation for the rest of this year. You've created an amazing foundation for the rest of your life. Or It will be the day when you realize that you were sat here today and you had a decision to make and you chose not to. And in theory, at least your life will be in the same place. Best case, the same place. Maybe you may, maybe you would have even regressed, gone backwards. Who knows? But that day is coming. The next 100 days are going to pass, whether or not you take the action, whether or not you try and do tiny positive things every day and on day one and on day nine and on day 54 and on day 86 you won't notice a difference but when you zoom out when you compare the before and after pics if it's your health right when you look at the the daily meditation streak in headspace when you check your savings account when you review what you have learned when you do an audit of your relationships and see how they've improved after 100 days and you compare them then to what they are now you'll realize that the next 100 days can be so important, but only if you take the action. And so that's kind of it. I just want to leave you with that thought. It's been a very short one today, uh, but I do ironically need to get to the gym because in following this 100 day thing, although I started this a few weeks ago, I'm going to push it through for the next 100 days. I haven't been to the gym today, haven't been for a run today. So I'm going to jump in the car straight after this and go to the gym and try and be in bed for a fairly reasonable time. I think the only other exciting thing to tell you about just before I leave is that this weekend I'm going to be working on an exciting thing for the podcast. I hinted at it a few weeks ago and I'm going to be running a little experiment from March. Well, actually a big experiment from March, quite a significant podcast related experiment and the work for that the bulk of the work for March begins this weekend. So that's exciting. It's going to be a long weekend. I'm going to try and do some relaxing in between it, but you'll hear more about that in a few weeks time. And I think that is all I have for this week. So thank you as always for listening. I hope you have a good week and I will see you back here this time next week for episode number 184 of Life and Lessons. See you then. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.